0: I'm joined okay. now with Paul Brooks and Paul you're very welcome to Tungrani. I'm welcoming you to your own village. Which Thanks, is, a, which, is a, well. which is a bit bizarre. And we're here in the in, in the midst of this this great weekend of, of of music, the musical festival for the Harp Festival, but there will be visitors over this weekend and, you know, who may also want to take in some of the other attractions. And also, there's a lot of locals that don't know about all the attractions. In particular, I'm thinking about St Cronin's Church. Would you talk to me a bit about what people can see there?
1: Well, look, it's, 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 I, would, I would class it as, as the must-see attraction of Tumgrini. Um St Cronin's 10th century church, it's, um, it's open to the people. It's open to, from the beginning of April to the end of September. It's open each day from, from morning till early evening, totally free to visit. Um, I will point out there is a donation box that would be happy to receive a few pounds there if it was in spare. But um, it's, it's a most beautiful building. And it's something that um, back in, it, it, was, it was a heritage centre going back a, m- a number of years ago, and that closed. And then it was, the church was closed. But I have to give, obviously, the biggest credit to... The, the community, the Church of Ireland community, who wanted the building open. And at the time, um, if you remember, do you remember Dean Gary Paulson? Uh,
0: yes, I certainly heard him. Yeah,
1: yeah. C- Gary, was a de- um, Gary was a dean down in Killaloo, and Gary, I have to give a lot of credit to, was very keen for the building to be open to the public, so people could come in and absorb the atmosphere. And you know yourself when you go in. It's a lovely atmosphere inside. It's
0: something it. special. It really is. No, it's a twelfth-century <laughs> church. Is that correct? It's, isn't it? it's it's
1: ten. Well, part of it is tenth century, ah, yes, and then uh, you move a couple two centuries forward as you move into the to the main part of the church.
0: Yeah, but you've taken or um, the community in Grani have taken this attraction a step further in the sense that. Churches are open, a door is open, and you can look and see, you can see the artwork, you, see, you've, you soak up the atmosphere, but you've added something to it. In And I, I think a lot of people don't know about this attraction.
1: Yes, um, that would be, now we've, we've um, information inside on boards, but we have an audio visual. And this goes back to around, I'd say around 2017, when we spoke, um, the building belongs to the Church of Our community. So it's very important that, first and foremost, it is a church. And we totally respected that. So we talked to them, and they were very keen to join forces with us, and we were very keen to join forces with them. So we made a sort of plan as to what we could do to the church to improve it. And also, because of additions, if you remember, people will remember there used to to be a counter on the left-hand side and a bit of an office there when it was a heritage centre. And those were modern additions. So we... We were a bit like the Vikings, we came in and we took more things out than we put into the church. But we sort of stripped it back to more of its original, like going back to original, there was different things in. So more stuff came out and you now see a bare church. So we did a plan with them and everything was discussed with them about, first of all, we got some heritage money to do signage. Because um, the Browns, Derek and Tresa Brown, are extremely good to be opening and closing the church. But it did open again.
0: They do this every day? Every day, February.
1: seven days a week.
0: February.
1: And at the time, then, they, they allowed the church to be reopened. But there's no, one, there's no signage. No one knew. So then we got the signage put up. And that's all. that You have to go through you know, the monuments and the, on all the um, conditions. And you can't start digging holes in these places without having um, archaeological, you know, having all that work done. Yes. So we did all that. And we got signage up information boards then we did some work inside taking stuff out uh, we, we got great assistance from many groups and we applied for many grants over a period of time because yes. you just can't go bang and do it on the one go mm-hmm. and we got the church painted we changed the lighting to led lighting so it's all energy efficient and a few other jobs and we, that was all with the help from like the Heritage Council, Clare County Council, we got some chairs and we got a small grant from them and we got some help from the JP McManus Benevolent Fund.
0: Can I go back to the point that you made, uh, Paul, that this is a working church so it serves the Church of Ireland community as as does Mount Shannon and uh, are there services held regularly there?
1: Once a month, it's it's, it's held there once a month. Okay, now we we'll, we we'll skip the COVID bit because obviously a lot of things changed there. But it's been it's it's almost the oldest church in continuous use because once a month they come there. They don't have the service in Mount that, that Sunday and they come to Tumgainy. Okay. So which... I think that's if I remember now it's the fourth Sunday. I think it's the fourth Sunday of. So of that's each month. A, it,
0: so it's 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 that's a record in itself that the oldest church. In, in continual Continuous, use yes, yeah. in Ireland. Yeah. Oh, my goodness yeah. me. Yeah. So you have the cooperation, Church and, and you mentioned a lot of people who have supported that. But this led on to, the, I suppose, the, the latest development is the audiovisual. Is that is that correct yeah. to say the audiovisual yeah. show?
1: It, it is correct. And to say the latest it is, you're right. I thought i laugh a little bit because um, we actually started, I think, the audiovisual... In, the process in 2018, but we got great help from CLDC and the leader program to part fund that thing. But you have to go through a whole thing. And then, then we started, we actually did some of the filming in early 2019, is when we started film. But the actual, it went in then in, in um, March, I think of 2020, yeah. just in time for COVID.
0: And this show is effectively, is the history It's the history of St. Cronin coming to Toomegraney, is that correct?
1: Yes, St. Cronin came in the sixth century and um, we did obviously as much research as we could and we employed um, a Martello Media to do the the work. Now, I have to say, we also gave an awful lot of the work ourselves, including all the drone footage and video footage and a lot of the work there, and uh, to get the best value. So what we've got then was a six minute video we wanted it short nobody wants to sit down and listen to a 20 minute video so it's a six minute video with a mixture of uh real pictures that tells the history of when Saint Cronin came and the church and all about Brian Baru um coming and repairing the church and the round tower There was a round tower just just next to the uh, church uh, sadly no remains of it now these days but th- there's also animation and it just tells the story nice and easy, and, it, and it's something that I know your two, your two grandchildren you could bring them over and sit them down yes. and they'd watch it because it's not too long no, and it's fabulous. It's beautiful images and and then we you know we talk about the link with, with, with um, holy island yes. and it's, it's, it's animation and it's interesting yeah. for the adult or a child
0: and you're using what you, what you have there is I thought it was fabulous what you, I, and I 'm going to go again I've taken a couple of different visitors there, but I must go again. To see it again, and you're using the wall. It's being projected onto the wall of the of the outer part of the of yes. the first yes. part. Is that the name? Yes. Of
1: the yeah, yeah. Just as you go in, yes. And we did that deliberately. Um, we put the projector. It's on top of the, of a, the porch is modern. So again, you, you can't start drilling holes in ancient buildings like now. You don't want to. So you avoid that. We avoid that and rather use what you've got. Yeah, and and, and rather than having the screen. We could have done it in the 12th century part onto a nice white wall, but we think it gives more, it's, it's, it's gives more atmosphere and a better feeling. Yeah. It's in the 10th century part and it's onto the stone wall, but it's, it's a high quality um, projector and you can, it can be seen clearly. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's a great place. You come in, just the right, you can press the button and bingo, up it comes. Okay. And of course, I have to thank um, the, the, the local people, Will Spot, that so we actually got a local St. Cronin to, to play the part and yes. who, who gave his time freely and willingly and did all the voiceover. Uh, I have to give, obviously, great thanks to, yes. to, to to Noel Hogan.
0: He has, he's also had some cameo roles in the of Marge's documentaries. And, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> well he's, done. he's, he's well, far
1: too obliging, that, that, that's Noel's problem.
0: Well done, Noel Hogan, yes. Noel Hogan is St. Yes. Cronin. But it's fascinating. It really is, and I, I would think that it would be very interesting for schools as well from other from other places as well. I like, I hope that you know like history tours from other schools in, in Clare would go and visit there too because it's fascinating. You know it really is, and and the fact that this is there's no tickets needed. I guess you can. I mean, apart from COVID aside, where things have changed now and UK everything's open, you can. You could pretty much go at any time, and I suppose if there were, it will accommodate a group of people as well as one or two people. Absolutely, you know, there's plenty of there's plenty of space there. Yeah,
1: COVID did sort of, as I said, it went in in March of twenty, and I remember the boys were putting the projector, and they were talking about how business had suddenly dropped off the off the planet like now and when Covid was just starting, and of course then the building had to be closed and it was open later in the year so it did interfere with the thing so last year it was open um, yeah. all year um last year was 21 yeah yeah and this year now we're should we say back in business but we hope to promote more and events there such as the heart festival is is having events there this weekend yes and we've had concerts down there but yeah, you know, COVID knocked all this back, but yeah. look, gradually, hopefully, look And now, and really. a
0: place for with wonderful acoustics as well. And, in, in, you know yeah, yeah. It's a very very peaceful place. I mean, Tumruni is looking very well. So many aspects of it, but I would strongly recommend to our listeners, if you have, don't even have to have any visitors to take because sometimes we look when we just you know, what is it we're going to yeah, show yeah, them, and yeah. you know, more and more, there's so much more to see. Particularly of historical value around us, you know, and of course the lime kiln would also should absolutely, should, absolutely. should if you're if you're going to see St Cronin's Church, you should pop down towards Redding's Key and and see the lime kiln. Maybe you'd just like to talk a little bit about that, just about yeah. That and
1: and outside, you know, and in, in the park and outside the, the castle, there are information boards, yeah. and we got them done by one designer, the same designer who did the ones in St Cronin's. So it's all coordinated, and there's a map, a little map there showing you what, what's where, what where's what, and um, if you go down, a couple of hundred yards down towards Redton's Quay, on the right hand side, you'll come across the old lime kiln that was part of the MacLeish estate uh, yes. many years ago, and we've done a lot of work on that over the past couple of years. Again, it took a couple of years to get there, but it's, it's a it's, it's a lovely building, extremely important, it's industrial heritage. Which is just as important as any other heritage.
0: Absolutely, of course you know, it is. It was, it, was a it was our story. Rural, rural Ireland, yes.
1: right now, how was... they got lime there and what, the process now, which is fascinating yeah. as, to, as, to, as to the whole process of Lyme. Yeah. And it was extremely hard work as well.
0: Just because of the week that's in it, and you know, there's a lot of stories and uh, respect being paid to the late William McLeish said. I just want to just did you have any comment in relation because I know he was very helpful in a number of aspects of the development of Tomb Grainy. Is there is there anything you'd you'd like to add there?
1: I certainly was like it was a, it was a shock to everyone now uh, with with the sudden loss of William right like now and William was, I mean MacLiseit's MacLiseit's name and Tomb Grainy. You you can't really talk about Synonymous one without the other, though, like. yeah. and you know the MacLiseit family. Over the years, that's with his father. With I mean, the handball, would the handball be there? Yes. No, it wouldn't be there. You know, the, the lime kiln was part of the estate and the vision, the, the whole story about mm-hmm. um, of coming, you know, coming in was it the 1900s or something over yes, there when, yeah. when they, they bought that area and then the whole thing about the Gale tucked and, yeah. and electricity. And
0: there, I, I mean, this will be deserving and of course it will happen in Scarif Bay Community Radio will be. Um, honouring uh, yes. William McGlice um, I just I know that he was a supporter of the works yes, that you've been involved was. in and uh, very much so with so many aspects of Tim Briony with the memorial history, else,
1: certainly history you could talk yes. to William about yeah. history in there and it was fascinating I've been yeah. chats with him about the history you know and the estate and, and it, was, yeah. it was it was fascinating and being
0: mentioned here today I mean he, he will be sadly missed um, Paul, thank you very much well done on all the developments and everything that's going on it's it just and I, there's something about this month isn't there there's something about May where I think Ti looks particularly beautiful from from Easter onwards from April onwards, yeah, the blossom comes out The and, blossom uh, comes and out and the planting and just it, it's just looking so well and um, thanks to all the people in Tomb Grady development and everybody who helps and supports because there's lots of people like as you say like the brands who are opening this so come along to Tomb Grady if you're in Tomb Grady be sure and check out St Cronin's Church and all the other attractions thank you very much Paul.
1: Thank you.
0: you. And that was um, very interesting hearing about St Cronin's and also the Lime Kiln and what's other you know attractions that are available if you're visiting the area this weekend or if you just, it's a lovely day if you want to go out for a walk and at least do that this summer sometime maybe check that out